0: They may not be that smart, and they may not be that pretty, but they like to talk about Cardiff City. It's the view from the Ninian, with views from the Ninian, not shoes from the Ninian, the view
1: from the Ninian. We're here with another view from the Ninian, and God, I wish we weren't. Um I mean, we've just finished watching Cardiff nil, Stoke nil. It was probably the most forgettable football game of the season, and here we are to talk about it. Ben Price, what would you have rather done than watch that game tonight? Um, I've got to paint
0: the banisters with gloss, and I hate using gloss. <laughs> that's a good, that's good yeah. yeah. And I think I'd rather have done that. All
1: right, Tom, uh, what would you have done?
2: Anything, to be honest with you. It just, I was just so bad. <laughs> like it's just really killed my vibe. <laughs> just, I just feel just completely empty after watching it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'd I'd started this week on a low, and then work today was all right, and I'd come off work feeling slightly better about things, but now I'm back at that low level again. Um, And I'm like you, Ben. I've got to paint some fucking walls over the next couple of days, and I just cannot be bothered, but I'd rather have done that time than watch that.
0: I have had a lovely day, though. I've had finally got my hair cut. Which
1: is looking very sharp uh, for all the listeners out there. Fine trim,
0: thanks to Miles of Sleep When You're Dead, Barbers, for hooking me up. He's not a Cardiff fan, so he ain't going to listen to this, but still. <laughs> um yeah
1: if, if you are listening sponsor us yeah do that <laughs> i had a nando's in butte park in the sun it was all lovely right actually because we don't really want to talk about the football what's your nando's order
0: uh i went for they've bought out the perry vusa extra extra hot oh yeah yeah,
1: seen that oh. seen that was it good what did, you, yeah, but what, on, yeah. what did you go for like half a chicken wings
2: chicken butterfly Ooh. perry chips garlic bread nice tom shaking his head tom I'm a double chicken wrap man with adding halloumi into it. Ooh. yeah, that's I, then I, I, I chips and mash I'd get all the carbs. Chip two carbs, double potato. <laughs> double <laughs> yeah, it's yes, the way forward. Stick the, the chips gut. in the mash. <laughs> <Yeah>. Leave <laughs> them alone.
1: Right? Uh, well, I've, I round it off. My 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 normal Nando's order is the chicken livers.
2: Of course, it is.
1: Yeah. <laughs> chicken livers. Um, usually, I get double fries with puri salt.
2: I didn't even know the chicken li- livers were a thing. They're delicious. On main,
1: it's yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, delicious. Usually hot. They're quite They're really nice, and you get a, a good bread roll with them as well. And you make like a nice chicken livers bread roll. It's delicious. I recommend it. it.
2: Nando's, if you're listening, sponsor us.
1: Sponsor us. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess we do have to talk about the Stoke game. Then um, it was 90 minutes, wasn't it? Give or it, take injury time. It happened. It
0: death football was played. No, it wasn't. The ball was sort of kicked
2: towards goals, but didn't really go near them.
1: We should have um, won.
2: They should have won. We no should have won. Someone should have <laughs> won, and no one did. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That <laughs> well, sums I'll... up
2: the game perfectly, I think. Yeah. Both should have won and neither did. I'll run I'll run
1: through the, the fot mob stats because it might surprise you. Um statistic- possession wise, it was the cursed ratio 48 to 52 percent. Um, we were the Remain, remain side, but that's uh, 13% better possession than it was against Watford. Created more chances than them. Uh, they had more shots on target. Uh, we had we won more duels. We won more aerial duels. Um, our keeper made four saves. Um, they're the stats. Tom, um, who was your favourite player tonight? Tom Sang. Tom yes. Sang. He was good, wasn't he?
2: Yeah. Um... I was...
1: I was going to say the one positive was that we looked quite good defensively despite the changes.
2: We eventually looked okay defensively. Yeah, it we looked, we looked ropey early on and there was that one moment where Flint tried to kind of attest for like giving the ball away and ran exactly where Morrison was and they had a man overlap and luckily Nick Powell didn't have his shooting boots on. But yeah, we we kind of, we studied the ship later on. I thought, um, but Kieran Brown looked pretty solid as well and he put a couple of important tackles in, swashbuckling. Um, he looked Pretty solid, and then yeah, Tom Sang, a couple of wonderful passes. Yeah, just Kiefer Moore was wearing lead boots, so just, <laughs> it was mad. Like it, it, one, he got one through of them.
1: twice at the end. Yeah, one
2: one of them as well, or oh, three times I think. It was, there was one of them he ended up kind of turning around and passing it back in the end because mm-hmm. he just looked like he wanted to go and just couldn't. It was just like I've run out of batteries here. Like just couldn't couldn't get forward. Um, you know, I know our season's dead and resting for Wales, isn't it? Forget about the Derby. Rest, key for more.
1: So, if, so starting for the Derby and then resting, did you say? Or do you mean... No, don't leave more the Derby. derby? Yeah,
2: I've given up on Cardiff now. Back to Wales again. Back to
1: Wales. <laughs> ben, ben uh, do you agree with Tom about Tom Sang?
0: Yeah, I thought he was excellent. Um, like you both said, the only bright spark of a otherwise pretty fucking dire game of football. Um, yeah, yeah, really really positive got forward a lot more looked a hell of a lot more comfortable on the ball and towards the end was the passes he was putting in like the Mm. one we talk about where kiefer sort of just sort of ran it into nowhere because he was just knackered the the pass was unreal perfectly weighted cut right across the pitch superb he did really well really impressed
1: i'm trying to think of other things we can talk about but i mean lack of sud. Well, that comes comes up in the Twitter question, so I was uh, going to try yeah, and get into that. Um, well, does up anyone up. think that Marlon Pack was lucky to still be on the pitch? Um, I thought... I don't even know. No, he wasn't unlucky to get booked. I didn't even see. Let me be honest. I was so turned off by the game that I wasn't watching when he apparently did his second foul. I was looking probably at my phone. So he so. cut across a um, standard, you know, ripping player back, professional foul, got the book in. I and saw that one. I didn't yeah. see the second one. I saw people tweeting that the referee almost went to book him, but then didn't. If Joe if Joe Allen had stayed on
0: the floor probably half a second longer, Pack was off there, I think. He'd yeah, the
2: derby. I I agree. I think the way that Joe Allen just hopped back up did us a massive favour. Yeah, He's just quite an honest player like that, isn't he? And he just, he didn't milk it at all. And Pack was very, very fortunate.
1: Yeah. I mean, I can't, literally, the game was so... Listless, I can't remember anything else that happened. It was just on Phillips did very well. Uh, there was a couple of good saves he made early on. We really did you make a couple of good saves that one low down early on, which then NG got off the line. That was a good save, yeah. Yeah, that was a big moment. that Sort of showed that that was just Saturday was just a blip and back on form.
0: It was a bit, I think, like I don't think enough was made about it. it sort of looked at Twitter, but I think that's a big call by um. McCarthy and sticking with Phillips because you could quite justify it. I know it's one mistake but when you're a goalkeeper that's all you need to make is one mistake and with a keeper like Smithies waiting in the wings. I think it was less <laughs> controversial to keep him than it would have been to drop him. Yeah, yeah, probably. But it's still a big call and sort of showed and he more than justified his place there. I think he's brilliant. Another good player.
1: Um, there were a couple moments where Bakuna seemed to break through. Tom, um, would you have liked him to be a bit more composed in front of goal? He was... There was one particular moment where he cut in from the left onto his right foot and just didn't get it into the corner as much. He, he looked quite good when he got into those positions, didn't he?
2: It, yeah, it was a couple of decisions he made that were probably the wrong ones. Like um he was, yeah, he should have hit the target, tested the keeper with the one where he cut inside and tried to curl it into the left-hand corner. There was another one he got into a good position, did shoot, but probably should have squared it to more. But yeah, he, he was he was looking to get in those positions quite a bit, and um, the service wasn't quite there. I think the most straightening thing was and I think like Jason Perry kept going on about it in the commentary as well was just we didn't press as a unit like we did against Derby and what we did against Bournemouth like Stoke clearly could not play football at the back and they, they were adamant they were going to keep doing it and we just didn't push up as a unit and I think that came from the fact that Bakuna, Ojo, Moore probably haven't played as that three that often and you could see the communication wasn't there Moore would go but there'd be a pocket behind him or Bakuna would go and Moore hadn't gone that time and I think I think that that's the most frustrating thing about this game tonight. It felt like it was a game that was there for the taking. It was, yeah. Um, and we just didn't do it. And we had chances. But to be honest, if, if we'd won that game, it would have been an absolute steal. Because we, we definitely didn't deserve it. Because they had some clear-cut chances and they should have scored with a minute left. We're very, very lucky, to be honest. Okay, anyway. I
0: think if, if either one of us had taken the chances, yeah. I don't think anyone would have complained. Because it would have just been that one clear chance that did it.
2: It, yeah, was just, it, was, it was just a
0: nothing game, wasn't it? It was just one of those games that was just... two teams going through the motions. Stoke Stoke came for a point and they were delighted with it. Yeah. I think. I think that was sort of clear to see that while they tried to play out from the back every now and again, I think they were set to be solid and not concede. And if they got something on the counter, then it was a
1: bonus. Right. I asked for Twitter questions and I said we're recording a podcast tonight, basically straight after the final whistle. Um give us something to talk about other than that first half. I think it t- did. Baker did and I'm going to get to those, but first I'm going to make us talk about the football questions first, yeah. and then I will get to the less serious questions, including Gareth Baker's very personal question, which I already I already know my answer to it. I think you know your answer to it, Ben. I'm interested to see what Tom says. Um, he's so blue, blue man 61. Why is MM reluctant to change things up front? The direct way tonight was never going to work. Ben, we, we saw Johnny Williams come on with about, what, 13, 14 minutes to go. Um, just seemed to be flogging Kiefer Moore until he has no more, um, which could be a song, I guess. What? Why wouldn't he make the changes tonight? Do you think he was saving them for Saturday? I don't know. I just don't think he could. I think he just
0: thought, right, this game's going to end in the draw. I think he was accepted it and was hoping maybe that Johnny could do something special. It was a game where I felt like he was definitely. he's definitely saved Murphy for Saturday. Mm-hmm. I think that's clear. I think he was hoping to save Wilson as well. But um, unfortunately, Ojo and Bakuna didn't quite live up to the hype. And sort of the expectations that were set of them. But I don't get why he didn't make substitution sooner. It was sort of a game that's crying out for a change to their freshness. So we, I
1: don't get why. We, we highlight... Oh, we. A lot of people highlighted it pre-game that we had a very attacking bench. But it, it, the fact that Mick just took until the 70th minute, 70-odd minute, whatever it was, to make a change, just does that show that he doesn't trust the bench? I don't think it's that. I think it was a case that it was a very attacking bench because we've got no
0: defenders. Yeah, it's true. There's actually. literally no centre-backs or full-backs in the squad because there aren't any in the senior team. Every The defence is maxed out.
2: I think he was scared of losing it a bit because we weren't exactly commanding the midfield. And if you're bringing on more attacking options when we're not really getting hold of the ball, it might have been a bit of a risk. Our direct approach wasn't working, but we weren't winning anything in the, in the middle either. But I think... It was worth a gamble. We've got to start winning these games. Um, A draw is not good enough tonight. And I think from it was obvious from inside the first half that changes were going to be needed to be made. And I was hoping something would happen around the fifty-minute mark. Doing five minutes into that second half, if nothing's changed, get some of those players on. You could see when uh, Williams came on, you know, against tired legs, he caused a few problems. He was unlucky with the bounce of the ball on a couple of things. Um, Wilson coming on, like he's a class player. Just give him longer than. Seven minutes. Seven minutes. Yeah, it's, like, it's bonkers. Like, I, and I don't think it is a case of saving players for the derby because we're not in a position where we can do that. We need to win the games are there and then. Like, it's, it was frustrating tonight because if, like I said, it was there for the taking and we just didn't, the, Mick just didn't make any decisions. It was, it was bizarre to be honest. Something needed to be changed. It screamed Harris, didn't it? Where we'd be in the, it was like a dereliction of duty. Yeah, it was just kind of like we were crying out for him to make subs and he wouldn't do it, and it was just. Is just the same old, same old from earlier in the season. But, you know, it's just frustrating that we're going into another derby game a bit limp. Like, if you looked at it a few weeks ago, I mean, like, finally, we'll have a bit of a run going into a derby. we would be hot, hot on the heels. They're having a dip in form and then we've, had a diff- disappointing game against Huddersfield, Watford, and now this going into it. It's just, it's just a little bit hard to take. So, you're
1: optimistic going into the weekend then? Yeah, yeah, 4-0 win. Yeah, um, look, <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get to that later. Uh, let, me, let me go to the next question. Um, Bear, I asked you this that one, Ben, but then Tom inter- interjected. So I'll go to Tom first, then you can interject, Ben. Um, when does Kiefer get a rest? Uh, this is from Milo Davis, sorry. When does Kiefer get a rest? He looks absolutely shattered, but he's so crucial to the rest of our season and Wales' chances of doing well at the Euros. Looks like he's running on empty as it is. It felt like after that break, it looked like he was coming back out firing. But all of a sudden, again, two games later, he looks absolutely shattered, doesn't he?
2: it's just i think like again jason perry was saying it on the commentary like he's running sorry every- Tom. i asked you on the podcast not jason perry all right sorry he was just i was just having a word of him now yeah. But, so yeah um, Doing your media training he was um but like Moore's doing everything he's running the channels he's running out wide and he was it, coming uh, a lot deeper today wasn't he to yeah he was than the, he was but, normally yeah because we weren't getting hold of it in the midfield and our direct balls weren't working so he was he was dropping to try and get the ball but like sometimes it probably does just call for him just to stay a little bit more central and trust our wide players to give him that service in the centre. Because sometimes the ball finally does get wide and he's not there because mm. he's been out there trying to win it himself. Um, I think that's the problem. He's trying to do absolutely everything when things aren't going our way. And sometimes I think he probably just needs to be told, look, just you're, you're a big man, stay in the middle, trust your wide players, and something might come of it. Because he is absolutely shattered and there's no sign of it letting up because he's such a focal point for Wales and he's the only bloke we've got up top at the moment for Cardiff. So <laughs> Christ, give yourself a break, mate.
1: Um Ben, if you were key for more, what would you be doing tonight to get yourself extra ready for bed? Um nice horlicks. You know, horlicks. Little
0: there's those apps that help you sleep as sort of someone with a really smooth, you know, relaxing voice. Mm-hmm. Like yourself. You off, get one of those. Yeah. Happy to, I'm, I'm happy to go around to his and read him a story.
1: <laughs> well, you can't, COVID restrictions. Socially distant or over, over FaceTime, you know, we've got the technology. Yeah. I'll give him a call and Should we of... get him on Zoom now? Keith, come on in, mate. File in. Ben's uh, got a surprise read you. for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ben's going to read you. We're going to the zoo. We'll read him, um, on his Abraham's book. You'll be asleep like a fucking light. <laughs> 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 uh, ben I'll come to you on this one Daph Jones has asked isn't this system getting a bit predictable now we've struggled to create anything apart from set pieces since Bennett's injury ah the cracks are creeping in already oh people are getting the annoyed at McCarthy already. Yeah. <laughs> he signed that two year deal we wanted to sling his hook already I'm not saying that I'm just messing around but it is getting a bit predictable isn't it yeah it's difficult though isn't it like you've got injuries
0: that I don't think any. I think it's expect. enforced yeah completely it's um i don't th- if we i think if bagner had done his shoulder i don't think it's be as much of an issue because he seemed to slut straight into that position and
1: mm-hmm.
0: as if bennett wasn't injured he was he's been great um we've just been a bit unlucky there and it coincides with a time where our attacking sort of front three has sort of got a bit tired at the same time so that it's going to be times where it's going to sort of not be as effective um but the system works. There's no point fanning around us changes now, sort of seeing if we can go back to a four at the back. And we know our defenders don't work with that. Defensively, the system works. It's down now to the attackers to find the form, and sort of work out themselves. I do it because there were moments where it was just—I don't think it's so much the system. It was more the players not sort of on song. There was stuff just not quite clicking tonight. They just, we just—we never really got going as a team. I never. Other than the last minute, I never felt we were really going to concede
1: or we were like under serious pressure. Well, it's, it's, it's a strange I didn't think we were going to create anything either. It's a strange one because even though Bakuna's played a lot of games this season, he spent a lot of them at right back. Ojo's played a lot of games, but at the start, he was an out and out winger. And now we're, we're kind of playing this almost like false winger system where they play more central. Uh, but Bakuna, Bakuna, Moore, and Ojo as a three, I don't think have really played together, have they?
0: No, I think Ojo's gone backwards last couple of games as well. He I has. Thought he, I, I thought his distribution tonight was really poor. It just couldn't get the ball into the box for Kiefer. And Kiefer, one of, on the times where Kiefer was in the right spot where he wants to be, the fucking you got. I think that's why he goes off, isn't it? It's because he goes on those wanders trying to get the ball. Because yeah, when he gets into the positions where he needs to be, the ball is the ball doesn't reach him. It felt very early season when he started with us. Uh,
1: Tom on the Ojo point. Stuart H has asked, "What's the point of Ojo?" Um, I think it's a bit of a harsh question. I think. Ojo earlier in the season, his production was very good. He was scoring goals, getting assists. But as Ben says, he has gone backwards, hasn't he? In recent games,
2: yeah, he's had an off couple of games. Um, I thought like his, his end product was pretty poor today. He got in some good areas again, but yeah, the, just the, that killer ball wasn't there. But it wasn't just him today. Um, it was just there was a lot of misplaced passes, like aimless long balls. Like the odd like free kick that was hit too long. Set pieces weren't. The there was, only,
1: I saw There were simple passes that were going 10 yards out of play instead of going yeah. to the man. It just seemed everything was off.
2: It was the only the only thing that was working for us was the long throw again. But even that wasn't, we weren't getting to the second ball. Like, no. Stoke were winning a lot of that first ball, but that doesn't matter as long as you've got people in the right positions. And people weren't. They were always getting to that second ball. It wasn't someone hanging out, waiting for the ball to drop. There was a couple of times I landed at NG, but he was kind of immediately blocked. But it's just, yeah, nothing kind of really fell for us today. And But we didn't really make our own luck either. So no real complaints to the result.
1: No, no real complaints about the result. Uh, where are the questions? Two questions. Um, I think we've kind of covered this off. Doughboy and Tom Lewis asked why Mick couldn't change things earlier. Awful performance of why do Cardiff managers never make a sub before 60 minutes. That was that's kind of been a feature, Ben, of a lot of managers, hasn't it? Even under kind of Dave Jones, he always seemed reluctant to make changes. Early yeah, it on. always feels like we've set football manager default
0: settings, make 60, like set, 65 70 minutes. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, from Solskjaer to whipping them off after half hour. Yeah, but Oli Gully Solskjaer's a cunt, so yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll stick it up for him. <laughs> <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> Let's make that abundantly I'm clear down, now. Down your <laughs> I think, like.
0: A few weeks ago, McCarthy was making those changes earlier to try and find what worked. Um first few games, I think he was like pulling people off after like fifty minutes, fifty-five minutes. Was yeah, he?
2: Barnsley was the prime example where it wasn't working for a while.
1: Pulling people off, was he?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I completely missed that. I was in serious mode.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I was about to uh, go
2: rant again. Yeah,
1: good. Uh yeah, stop ranting, Tom.
2: Sorry. Um uh, let me see if there's any more serious
1: questions amongst these um, before we get on to the less less serious questions. Uh, we'll start with this one because uh, this is kind of part serious, part not serious. Nigel Blues says the T20 cricket was good today. Outsiders winning at Cheltenham. The joy of driving five miles. Um, but he also said, oh, and why won't more and Ojo pass to each other or work together? Um, Tom, does that does that speak to them not knowing how each other's playing that system because it is three new players playing together for the first time kind of thing.
2: Yeah, I think so. It was clear today like it wasn't just the passing like I said earlier on it was the pressing as well. There's like that you could see they're not used to working as a unit. Um I would say it was going it'll come, you know, we've got international break to work on it but more's away. But yeah. Um, you know, it's only it, on the next
0: pitch across, though, isn't he? So yeah. yeah. Call
2: him over <laughs> far, far, far Shout anyway, over, yeah. Keith, what you done with that? Come over here for a yeah, double. P- sesh. Yeah, Pagey, send him over. Pal. Yeah. Um, but I think uh, you can work on that sort of thing now over the break, anyway. Even without Dim being there, just get another big lad to stand up there while he was gone. But um, yeah, it was clear that they hadn't worked together a lot on it. And like Mick said in the past, and like people who are play uh, who are playing regularly aren't really training. Yeah. And and then. You know they're clearly organised. They've been told what the system is, but you need that kind of time on the training field to familiarise kind of with the way each other's movements, each other's the way yeah. you play, the way they pass. Exactly. So
1: yeah, it, it'll improve. I, and I so. missed the serious question at the end before we get into the non-serious questions again. Uh, ben Reese has said, "Could Hoyle play wing back and give us a bit more of an attacking threat?" NG has look solid, but Sang Brown have looked a bit defensive, and we need that outlet in a five. Um... Is it just not the way they're set up to play? Is is inhibiting them?
0: I don't know. Um, I don't think I really don't think Sang tonight was defensive. I thought he was getting forward as much as anyone. I think it's more that the case down the left, we're missing that press from the other side as well. It makes it a bit lopsided, so he don't seem as mm-hmm. doesn't seem as full on because Perry's just not used to playing on the left. It's gonna take him a couple it's gonna take him a game or two to get used to playing down that side, and he's still gonna be a right foot player on the left-hand side. That we're at a stage where our defence is so depleted, we're going to have to make compromises. It's not going to be, it's not our first 11. It's not the best 11 we could put out. But Hoyle could be an option if it suddenly seems that we need to get that to...
1: if we were one down, then it's definitely an option I'd look at and sort of put, put in there. Um, I keep missing serious questions. Uh, this is probably uh, the biggest question we've been asked this week by Bluebirds past uh, All Things Retro, Cardiff City, go to his Twitter page. Do you reckon we'll get rid of Tomlin in the summer? Yes. Ben says, yes, Tom. Is he out of contract? No, he signed a new deal until next year. No, then nobody will want him. <laughs> no. I mean, we won't we won't get much money for him now, will we? In the shape he's in. No. I, don't think, I don't think we'll see Tomlin again in the car of shit. Thursday. He, he played today in a oh, there you go. Could qualify. He played again Yeah,
2: a well Yeah, Domala. Yeah, um I knew you'd jump on it, that's why I said Yeah, it. his eyes lit up. Because... Yeah, I
1: can see it. Pants on your weakness boy. Um, why
0: why, Ben? I just like you see you can there's He's lost that sort of spark that he had a few months ago. You see on Twitter now, um, I was checking in the chat the other day, his Twitter's quite moany, more moany than he's been for a long time. He He's um, clearly saying the reason he's not playing is because he's not much... Uh, the reason he's not playing is because he's not picked. It's not a case of him not being fit. But then you look at him yeah, on I say the, the development side, and then you're thinking, fuck me, if that's fit, I'm good for 45. <laughs>
2: Tom's good for sixty. <laughs> I'm I'm just saying I've bought the the kits and they're not that flattering as I've been told by many of my friends. <laughs> so I I feel sorry for Tomlin. <laughs> it's, like, you know, it's the kit, boys. It's the kit.
1: But it's, it's it. But uh, Ben, I think you you're kind of touching on something there. It feels like he's fallen back into old habits, isn't it? Yeah, I think he has. I think he's gone down. I think that sort of
0: the player that was there with a six pack towards the end, of, towards the middle of last season. He definitely ain't there at the moment. He's not got that drive. He seems to have sort of gone backwards into the sort of the Tomlin we had when we first signed him, and that's a real shame because that um he made Tomlin, he, he made the difference last season, didn't he? Yeah, that Tomlin from last year. Sort of if you put him on a game like today, they, that's a player that can create some magic and would be a valuable asset. But the Tomlin that we've got at the moment, the sort of that from what I saw at the end of twenty three state, he didn't stand out. No, he didn't exactly. He wasn't exactly bashing down the door and saying, all right, I'm a bit overweight, but give me half an hour and I'll make a difference. He looked very average, looked very disinterested, and I don't want that player in my squad. It's going to bring... But Tomlin, when he's happy and buzzing, I imagine, makes the club and everyone feel good. A lead Tomlin, when things are going badly, he's not playing, he's on a fucking moan. I imagine Toxic. it makes everyone just feel shit.
2: Tom, any, anything to add? No, it's just like, like that in the 23s game. He was trying a couple of audacious efforts from outside the box, but he didn't really look interested at all. Or He didn't really take the game by the scruff of the neck or anything. Brilliant. And if he's not doing it for the under-23s, then you're not going to throw him into a game against Stoke, are you? No. Um, Nathan
1: LCCFC said, should we be glad we didn't win because we know how the derby goes the game after beating beating Stoke? Trying to be optimistic. Thank God someone's trying to be optimistic. Now, <laughs> um, the three less serious questions. Which one to – well, four less serious questions. Which one, right. I'll start with this one. Uh, Dave die Chips has said, what match day fan rituals have stopped Have kept going since COVID? I've never really had many rituals. Um, but I don't know if you guys
2: have any uh, that you've kept going since, since COVID, Ben. I've got to wear a city shirt. Got to wear a city shirt, Tom. But I've stopped having a can in the shower again excited for an away day. <laughs> um Well that's it, isn't it? Like six or seven pipes before an away day has completely stopped. Yeah, I now remember games a bit more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but no, I'm not I'm not really superstitious, to be honest with you. Well, I mean, the last away day, Tom, didn't you lose your wallet? Or was that yeah. a different one?
1: No, I found it again, though, didn't I? So <laughs> he did find it. I,
2: I had to go to TFL to go pick it up from there, lost and found. But I, I got think it
1: was—I think it was six Jager bombs before midday.
2: Striker bombs.
1: Striker bombs. Sorry, I mean and in Luton. Um, I ripped my jeans.
2: Um, yeah, so- I lost my—I lost my keys and my wallet on my way back home on the bus. <laughs> but then went to found them. Like in the week. Oh, it was a good time. It was a
1: good time. Um, I was so, we. I went, I I talked, I talked. think I've said about this before. It was the set, it was Looting Away Carly Ray. But when I left the gig at around 11 o'clock, I was apparently so grey because I'd been on the piss all day that they had to barrel me into like a fried chicken shop to get some food in me because I was just, you know, like completely almost see-through um that was the, the kind of effort that day was um jay has asked which pub is the best pre-cardiff city home game a debate me and my friends have had many a time um the pub i usually go to is a bit of a controversial one it's actually a pub in swansea and then i go to cardiff afterwards no it's the gatekeeper i tend to go to the gatekeeper before a game any any options from you guys
0: Right. um I, I don't really go to the i've never really been a big guy before the game for, but i like going after the game if i go where do you go after
1: the game though same principle
0: theories it's where everyone else is going like before match i think where we sort of best place to go
2: tom you got any well when i used to come up from camarden with my dad for ages so it was just drive up get but to the ground yeah as, yeah, it, yeah. as can and while well, the stewards were there still um like still doing their meeting before going in but then I worked with the club for four years, so I didn't drink before a game then. So I haven't really done much of it, to be honest, until recent years. But I I'd normally just float around Canton yeah. until it, I see someone and I kind of... i Not that I'm always on my own. That sounded yeah. like I was just tagging along the club. I hang on please? Yeah, I know you slightly. Um, I prefer the cans. I, you grab a
0: couple of cans from Tesco's and stand on the, the eye side, stand on the pub, like in the front of the pub there.
2: Like, yeah. I like chapter arts.
1: I like chapter arts, which as is part. such
2: a wanky thing to say, isn't it? Really, it's not
1: a we went, what was it after the one of the the home games last year, the Crystal Palace home game? We went to the Canton Rugby Club afterwards.
2: I do like Canton Rugby. Canton Rugby Club. Rugby club's good, but you do that for Wales games more than I do Cardiff, weirdly. Cheap in there as well. Um,
1: but before the game, I tend to go to Gatekeeper. Like before the before the promotion game where we drew nil nil, um, went to the Gatekeeper, put my table number. On Twitter, um, by because it was like a midday kickoff or 1 p.m. kickoff. By midday, we'd already had a bottle of red wine, three sing um, a jar of peas, uh, three
2: smell of ices, black two black puddings, two black puddings, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I, I was there, because because someone someone ordered you a Prosecco, and my dad walked in with some of his friends, and the look of disapproval from <laughs> some of them. Like you yeah. could just see it. They were like, "What are these
1: idiots do?" I was. I didn't pay for a drink. I got battered, so
2: <laughs> I won that one.
1: I think. Uh, right. What were the other questions? Um, there was a biscuit question. Rate your favorite biscuits, like a league of biscuit. Over we talking about the first forty-five, I for one love a chocolate hardnob. Rich tea can get in the bin. That's from James Roberts. Um, ben, what are your biscuit choices? Let say one biscuit that you're, you know, you want, and then one biscuit you're putting in the bin. Uh,
2: chocolate bourbon is elite. Get okay. in the bin, Gary Garibaldi. Garibaldi, Tom. I'm not a massive fan of bourbons to be honest. They can get in the bin for me. Go on, then. What? Yeah, I just I don't like the texture and I think they're a bit average in taste. This is controversial. Uh, I just went for
0: something different than chocolate hobnob because chocolate hobnob is the king of biscuits. Yeah, yeah. I like a,
2: a Viennese sandwich. There are those ones. Viennese the Well, Not the world. They're like, the, they're like a little thin layer of chocolate and Oh, yeah, and yeah. That. I know. I know. Or the or the chocolate rounds, the chocolate mm. like the milk chocolate rounds. They're a, a belting biscuit.
1: If I my biscuit of choice would probably be a chocolate a chocolate libenz. Oh, you know, uh,
2: libnish or whatever they call libnish, whatever they call. I can't get yeah as my
1: Watford as the Watford <laughs> have pointed out. I can't pronounce <laughs> anything. Sierra Alta Sierra Alta. Oh, we we got to do the results of that as well. Um, uh, yeah, chocolate, chocolate libenz, and then in the bin is probably going to be a malted milk.
2: Oh, I like a malted milk. Don't
1: mind a malted milk. I like them, but I couldn't think of another biscuit.
2: A nice biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> Too much pressure. Too much but pressure. The nice
1: biscuits can get in the bin as well. I like a nice biscuit. Yeah, but they just hide coat bits of coconut in there that no one wants. I love coconut.
2: As I was saying, I just like know. the little bit in it. Is it coconut? Oh, I don't know that.
1: We got two questions left. One from Gareth Baker, which we already know about. And I one, don't. Well, you'll be. Are oh, you're for a
0: treat with this. And then
1: one about the the, the upcoming game at the weekend. But Gareth Baker, uh, former. A presenter of the pod a friend of the pod uh, all-round lovely man has asked a the...
2: terrible dog groomer.
1: terrible dog groomer. i oh, saw
2: that picture christ almighty <laughs> that's one for the twitter
1: court um his question was one that could cause a bit of debate if you had to sniff one of the start and 11s asked for five whole minutes <laughs> who would you choose and why um as i understand it ben you already have your answer i have my <laughs> answer um, i was going to go with marlon pack um i think he grooms himself quite nicely um, i can imagine he takes care of himself in that general area um potentially bleached uh, so i'm going with uh, marlon pack ben.
0: i i i was i've gone for joe bennett but marlon pack was second on my list joe I, when you
1: said joe bennett i was like yeah logical that's logical. yeah and joe bennett's
0: definitely bleaching it <laughs> does his teeth and does his hole at the same time so I'm who are you
2: going for i did, i wish i did know about this question beforehand <laughs> That'll learn me wasn't um well, you don't want anyone who's on the bench for too long because he'd be sweaty. But then he, he, said start, he said start. He said
1: starting in eleven. They would get well,
2: what tonight starting eleven. Yeah, we can't. You can't Uncle Joe Bennett then, can oh, he?
0: Fuck. Can't call on Packen. I'd agree with
2: Pack. Pac both for you on him at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Packing an <laughs> and out. How does this work? What are the rules of the game? Tom? Well, there's a buzzer, like you know, there's little.
1: Someone's got like a little countdown thing.
2: Yeah. i've got You're my
1: like, i've got my phone out and it's got the stop clock on
2: right start it's at zero and it's going to five minutes fine Dylan Phillips less movement than the other players less chance to sweat. they are done that's good boring good logical. boring logical answer um
1: if anyone out there has got an answer um uh, for that question please tweet us at Ninion. we want to know uh, <laughs> whose arse you smelling and I, what. I, I don't <laughs> want to know <laughs> Uh, right. Let me just have a look at the question from earlier. So, um, for all our fans... I just had a there. terrible thought. Go on.
2: I'll keep it to yourself then,
1: please. Well, no, it's, it's not that. It's more that, you know um, how last time...
0: It's the Derby game on Sky this week. Yeah. Yes. Do you remember what happened last time we were on Sky? Um, the presenter listened to us.
1: Oh, shit. <laughs> 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 maybe maybe they'll get involved. Maybe they'll have some thoughts. Maybe they will look at the start of eleven. And they'll go, Joby. Um, you're here today as pundit. Who's RCE You sniffing for five whole minutes. he would probably go Keith for more. I reckon. I reckon Joby. Keith, Keith was on on my on my list, just be last pod, couldn't be our last pod. It? <laughs> it our last pod yeah. Somehow we got sued. Um, so I. Uh, I'll do this question. I'll do this poll before we do the final question and move on to the Swansea game. Um, you may have seen our Twitter page has been overcome by uh, Watford fans who didn't like the title of our last pod. Um, genuinely, it was an off-the-cuff thing. We didn't. I didn't think it would cause that much of a ruckus, um, but I think a lot of what found, Watford fans have taken offence to it, which is quite weird because they won the game. So surely they should have just kind of wrote risen above it. Um, but I obviously some of them actually listened to the podcast. Um, which, yeah, I thanks for that listeners.
2: mad because yeah. I, I I've, every now and again, if I'm really bored, I listen to another like a rival pod before the game to see what they're saying, what they think. But I wouldn't listen after. Wouldn't listen after it. Especially, screen record it and tweet it. They're probably listening now. Well, I, hope I wouldn't not. be surprised. Life.
1: No, they <laughs> after the asshole sniffing, they definitely turned <laughs> off. Yeah, they <it> <laughs> Um But obviously, in the last pod, we talked about the the shit housing of the Watford players, and I. A player's name wrong i called him sierra Alta instead of sierra Alta. sierra Alta. i don't even know how to say it properly I'm not I, I, I don't right. know why you tried again uh, doing <laughs> um so we thought we'd ask uh, what did my pronunciation of his name right we gave you four options an 80s ford an american soda a mountain range a late 90s search engine so tom a sierra Alta. what does it sound like i think it sounds like an 80s ford ben what would you say yeah ford the ford one with 40 percent of the vote
2: Man uh, of the people's idea again. Second,
1: second place was a mountain range, which I thought was controversial because at one point the late 90s search engine was uh, running away with the lead. Um, so there we go. Um So there's a game coming up this weekend. 5.30pm uh, on Saturday. It's a big day of sport. One if you like Prince Charles rugby shagging, uh, Tom. Um... And Propaganda Wales has asked us Bluebirds versus the Jacks, who will win? Also, how would you rank Cardiff's biggest rivals? Swansea first, Bristol second, Newport third. Ben, would you put Newport in the top three of rivals? Would you put a different team in there? Um, rivals? No. We don't play them. When was the last time we played them? Payment. Do, Do you, you pay me play
2: Tom, who would you put as the rivals? What, our top three? Yeah. Yeah, Um Swansea one. It's a generational thing, isn't it? Massively. But speaking from my point of view, Swansea, then Bristol, then it's not going to be anything local, is it? It's going to be one of those ones that's built up. Leeds? Leeds, yeah. Watford? So do... <laughs> well, as we know, well, calling them a waste of a club didn't go down too well either. <laughs> did it. Um, it I'm uh, not sorry. Yeah, probably... It probably would be someone like Leeds, wouldn't it? Ben, do you... We wouldn't get anywhere near their top three. No. Wolves is one for me. Yeah, Wolves is one, actually. I hate Fulham, but that seemed like a really steep... Yeah.
0: That's a really modern thing again, though, isn't it? Because we've not really had much to do with each other until we both got relegated the first time. Yeah. Wolves is sort of a historical one. Pompey's another one.
2: Leicester was one I used to hate because we just seemed to be the same sort of standard for ages. And it was always us or them around the playoff area. Yeah, we're like fucking now. Yeah, I know we kind of switched, didn't they? But... <laughs> um So,
1: yeah, the Swan- Swansea game, all in aid of the Swansea game coming up this weekend. Um, I feel like my enthusiasm for it has been dampened by that shit, shit hot performance tonight against Stoke. Um, but I guess the general question is about these games, and especially because they've beaten us in the first game this season, Ben, are you looking forward to it? No, I never look forward to
0: the Derby. I said it's the last one. I hate this game. I hate the build-up. I hate the game. I hate after the game. It's all just I hate half time. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's always a tricky poo. It's just a rough old time for everyone involved. Um it's, I'm not a big fan of the derbies. It's just if we win. Amazing. Best game ever. <laughs> yeah, best game's are awesome, you know. <laughs> Kolka scored against him, superb. But um, no, I'm not a fan of the derbies. It's just unnecessary stress on top of an already stressful time
1: tom do you think it feels different now you know I, I i felt more nervous about the game just before christmas than i did about the game where we went to the liberty last year where you actually could go to the game and at least have an outlet for the nerves like do you feel more nervous about just watching on tv do you feel like it alters the experience
2: yeah you feel even even though you're not making any difference when you're actually there, it feels like you've some part of it where now you're completely just cut off from it. But I think just the fact that we've lost this first game as well, it's just more nervous. It's like, because it's like, they're going to do, the the double hasn't been done and it's just, please don't let them fucking have it. Like, it's just, nothing good can come of this. Like, even if we win, they're still above us in the league and they beat us earlier in the season. It's just, I, I don't know, unless we absolutely batter the fuckers, it's, there's nothing good, good, good that can come from this. So I'm just nervous. Oh, I can't be asked for it. And like, like I said, we're not even got in any good form coming into it. At least
1: they, though, they've just been done 3-0 by Bournemouth. Is a 3-0? Hey, yeah, they've been done 3-0 by Bournemouth. But I mean, the, the, the question I was going to ask about their recent form is, they've had a bit of luck recently, right? Um, and the question I've got is, there's, there's the general sense that their luck is going to run out, Ben, but have they been jammy or have they just made their own luck? They had that penalty against Stoke, but for me it's like they were getting they were probing until the 94th 95th minute they were making those openings and yeah it probably wasn't a penalty but they you know they got the opportunity so is, is is it just does that just is that just a reward for the way they play or are they just getting getting their luck at the right time everyone
0: gets you get spates of luck and you get that sort of spell where if if or certain years where things just go for you mm-hmm. and they seem to be having that look a, a good side can win games while playing badly you speak to the jacks and they're not happy with how they're playing at the moment they don't think they've been playing well um but they've been getting results that's why they're up near the automatics mm. so they're, they're clearly a good side and it's definitely it's not going to be an easy game for us they, but i do they, think they're making their own luck
2: they play adequate football when they need to do you know what i mean they they very rarely play badly. Like they got thumped by Huddersfield, and I, I don't know about tonight. But like they keep themselves in games. They're relatively yeah. solid. They've got game winners in AU, even though they haven't got a striker. Who, because apart from against us, Jamal Lowe doesn't really score many goals. I mean, I feel like this is jinxing it. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, but, but no, but But like they've got them. They've got players like Connor Roberts who, who got Hurahan. Yeah, who? But Roberts can carry on running for another 90 minutes after the game is finished, and he wouldn't be any more tired. So, they, like you said, they keep probing, they get in the right areas, and that's why they get these penalty shouts and stuff because they're taking on players where we don't really see that much from us at times. So that's why they, in, in some respect, they do make their own luck. But yeah, they haven't been playing well. It, they, I think it, this could be a very, very another boring derby. Really, I don't think it's going to be a four-all. If so, if I'll ask you both this
1: now, if someone comes to you now and goes, I will give you a boring 90 minutes and a nil nil or the mystery box, what are you taking, Ben? Boring nil nil because I don't want to do the double,
2: Tom? Yeah, exactly the same as pathetic as that is. It's like we want to watch football to be excited, but like part of it, the tribalism side of it, it's just like. Don't let the fuckers do the double for the first time, please. Don't let them do it. Otherwise, I can never go back to West Wales. But I think part of that pressure is why we
1: haven't done well in the derby before, recent oh, in recent te- site, recent in, years with this team. The last two seasons, what the last season we lost, we lost one nil. Andrew was it nil 0 at home. 0-0. This season we've lost the first derby. Like it all, it, it so much of the second game hinges on that first game, doesn't it? Because if you win the first game, you can play the second game with without inhibition. Because you know that you're not going to, you know, you could do the double, but you're not going to lose the double. But now we're in a position where it feels like we're going to play into ourselves because we don't want to give an inch.
2: Yeah, it's like they try and say like you know, players just take a game at a time and things like that, and past results don't matter. But it's bollocks, you know. You're just going to hear fans going on about the double all the way in the lead up to this game now, and that's going to get to the players, and it's going to have an effect on on how we play. But, you know, I, I trust McCarthy to get them up for this game. If there's a type of manager... mind you say, say that. that. Warner, Warner couldn't get them up for the exactly game. exactly what he? I was about to say. Yeah, you could see your face going. I thought, yeah, <laughs> you know what Ben's about to say, he's right. But I don't know. Like, We've just got to start the game brightly, which we haven't done for a while against them. And just, we need to get at them. We can't be nervous, says the three boys were ridiculously nervous on the podcast. I'm quite relaxed. <laughs> Are you? Well, you don't care? I not don't um, care, but no, not... no, I
1: don't care. I'm just. I'm trying to compartmentalise it. I think like. I I I don't, psychologically. I've already accepted that we've lost the game, because then that's going to make <laughs> the enjoyment of Sunday. I can just I can just be a bit more relaxed about it. If I brace for the worst, then anything else is a bonus.
2: I don't believe you.
1: I have. I was thinking <laughs> about it earlier. I was just say. Like, well. And to an extent, I, I I don't think we'll lose, but I'm bracing myself for the loss because to an extent, the double has to be done at some point.
2: No, well, yeah, but we're not we're this. Yeah yeah, steer, yeah, yeah, next year. it could
1: be, it could be. But if, as long as I brace myself for the, you know, like if if I see someone running at me, I'm going to brace myself, and that's what I feel like at the moment. And that's all it is. I I I I have confidence in and a Mick McCarthy side to go and put in a performance against Swansea and get at least a draw. But, I'm going to tempt fate here and say, look, without the, throughout the season,
0: I don't think there's been a better time to play them. If that makes sense, would it not? This is sort of, but again, it's derbies. It doesn't make a difference. But if you're looking on form and sort of the way
1: they're going, now's the opportune time to play them. But also on the flip side, is it not because they've just lost three 0 probably their biggest, second biggest loss of the season, and they know the derby's coming? Could they be on the hunt for a backlash? Yeah. Nah you said nah.
2: yeah <laughs> but, i mean you
1: said yes i know exactly the same time uh, i don't know who to come to first but but you know like there's there's different ways of looking at it isn't there we've got different perspectives on things
2: i i don't think they're a, a wounded animal after losing 3-0 i don't think it's quite what i think, I think ben's right in terms of i'd rather play them now than at any other point this season because they it seems like they've hit a bit of a dip in form they slowly they don't have that those games in hand towards the automatics again and I think they'll be a bit, a little bit nervy about that as well. But it's, that's why it's just such a pity we're not going into this with a bit more form ourselves. Last time we went into
0: it, we were five unbeaten. Um, all right, we saw that we were knackered. But I'm looking at like since I'm just looking at the results since February. They've lost the teams you think they'd expect to beat given the run they're on. So they lose three one to Man City. I mean, they should be beating them easily they got? four or five 0 Yeah. Four, you're looking four-one to Huddersfield, three-one to Bristol City, and again three-nil tonight. A yeah. one on draw mixed in with that with Blackburn. They, when they lose, if they're not on form, they concede a few.
2: Yeah, and that's why it's different to earlier in the season because at one point they had so many clean sheets they weren't conceding any goals. It's like and now suddenly they, they look they've the had floodgates have opened somewhat, haven't they? And them? they've had uh, comparatively to what it was earlier in the yeah, season. Yeah, and they've had defenders come back in as well yeah. now. So they should be getting stronger at the back and it doesn't seem like it's going that way. Let's not forget Bournemouth aren't exactly in great form either. No. And they've gone and dispatched in 3-0. Oh, I'm getting myself confident again now. See? Well, last time, last ah, I see what you're doing, Ben James. Last yeah. time we
0: played them, they
1: were in a run where they didn't concede for seven games, which I yeah. think is the best this Championship's had all year. Even, mm. when they, even when they played us, they got lucky, didn't they? Because Russell Martin should have been sent off. You um, talk about riding their luck. Who? What's, their centre-half. Oh, no, Russell Martin's the MK Tons manager. <laughs> I was um, thinking. Bennett, Bennett.
2: Yeah.
1: Bennett, Ryan Bennett.
2: Fucking hell, no, have
1: I got those two confused?
2: I, I don't know. That's what I was like, what? Did they, did they play together at Wolves?
1: I really got those confused then. You've been playing football manager or something. I year haven't played that to- in ages. No, I don't even think they've played together.
0: No, I don't think they are
1: fucking seen <laughs> <together. laughs> <laughs> I meant Ryan Bennett. I meant Ryan Bennett. Sorry. Um, I right. wouldn't even, even edit that out because I thought it was quite funny. Um, we, we, okay, we talked about the fact that they're on a bad run of form. We talked about a couple of players. I mean, we, we, you've mentioned Conor Roberts already, um, Tom. I mean, you know, we, we can afford them a little bit of praise, I think. Conor Roberts is a fantastic footballer, isn't he?
2: Yeah. Um, and he wasn't playing regularly like earlier in the season. At one point, they were like keeping him out of the team. But yeah, he's, he's grown throughout the season. And obviously, it's great from a Wales point of view, but I fucking ate it from a Cardiff <laughs> point of view. Um, yeah, he just keeps going. He's fantastic, but he's scored. The thing is, they score goals with their full backs as well, which is something we don't do. They get NG is trying though. NG is trying. He's trying his best. Poor lad. But like they, you know, they get in those positions on the back post and stuff, at the edge of the box. They they bomb up the line. Um, and I do worry a little bit that you know we've had injuries in that position now at kind of the wrong time for this game. But yeah, and they've got like players like obviously Matty Grimes who plays who's been a, Focal point for them, and then Andre, are you? It, it's just you've got to keep him quiet. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he just makes them tick. But like, we've got players to do this. I'm half tempted to take, change my mind and go back. i will take the mystery box. <laughs> like fuck it. Like because like we've got game changers. Like like today, like Wait, that's oh. why we have got Harry Wilson. We've got people like Murphy. We've got a bit more. We've got, got, of pace. Moore. We got a game Moore. Yeah, he can create something from nothing as well. And which, and if they're conceding goals, I mean, you know, look. Like, it didn't click today, but like from set pieces, we got like Morrison should have scored earlier in the game today. More should have
1: scored going through later. Yeah,
2: off. we are we are dangerous in the air as well. Like we've got game winners in our team. It's just we haven't seen in the last three games. Like we did go on a really good run of games. We were winning. Uh, how many in a row we won? Was how many did we win in a row? Or we were unbeaten in uh, eleven.
1: Unbeaten eleven. I think we won six or seven of those in the end. Yeah, yeah. I don't so get the numbers wrong all the time. Yeah, like. Bet, you know, Tom's got himself all excited now, Ben. I, I
2: hate this. I'm just the most fickle fan. I get myself worked up. I'm pessimistic one minute. I'm optimistic the next. Ben, uh,
1: you, you're picking the team for Saturday. Um, you know, from tonight's team to Saturday's team. You know, I, Nelson may or may not be fit. You know, considering all the variables, what what changes are you making to tonight's team to, to Saturday?
0: I keep the back five the same. Uh, back six, sorry, with Phillips and goal. Um, I'd bring Rolls in instead of Vulks. Mm -hmm. uh rolls and pack in the field for me um then it's murphy wilson and Kiefer.
2: tom i'd keep volks in i kind of want him to just be a bastard like i think this is the game for him like he's got a point to prove by not being in that welsh squad do you mean he's not gonna he he's got a point to prove he's not gonna hold back for the welsh camp fucking unleash him let him go into. He'll wind someone up. He'll either like get sent off himself or get one of them fuckers sent off. And I'm kind of willing to take that risk now. <laughs> That's the, the mystery box. box. I've gone say. back to the mystery box again. But yeah, I agree. Like, get Murphy, get Wilson on there. Um Yeah, if Nelson's fifth, I bring him back in. Obviously, instead of Brown. But I thought Brown was solid, so I got no qualms about leaving him in. If Nelsons,
1: would you would you bring would you bring Nelson in and leave Sang at right back and Ng at left back?
2: Uh Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't move Brown back to um, full back now. I think. You know ng is comfortable moving to either side and i thought tom sign has played himself into the starting lineup today so yeah i think brown comes out which is unfortunate because he's done all right to be fair but, but yeah don't like the idea of brown being up against conor roberts no no exactly um but yeah leave i think leave vox in i just really want to see a wound up will vox play against them
1: I freaked you out there it go, silent <laughs> I, think you yeah, what you do <laughs> I, I couldn't think of anything to say um, I I loathe to ask for a prediction because I don't think either of you want to give a prediction um, let, let's go for a bit of a, a, a different prediction uh, you've, you've talked about the red card there Tom Ben, uh, how many bookings and how many sendings off in the game? No red cards, five bookings Tom oh so oh yeah, you see five five bookings between two, both teams did you say? Yeah, Who Racken's getting booked from our side? Um, NG, 100%. He's definitely
0: getting booked. Uh, Marlon Park and Wilson. All right,
2: Tom? Uh, three reds. <laughs> two for them, one for us. Uh, Volks will eventually get sent off. But Finally. Yeah, after two of them have already gone off. I think Roberts might get himself in a to get himself sent off. Uh, and... To know. au who's got a red card in him? Yeah, as I was about to say, you could do something petulant. I reckon
1: catch like Flint off the ball, or because oh, we've got shit out defenders to an extent. Flint will wind him up.
2: I just, I think that's our way to win this game is to wind them up. Go. I think that's what it is. I'm, and that's what we've missed. We've missed that intensity. If they can roll kick in someone late on, just yeah. to have any sort of spice in the last couple of games. Let's just get at them. And that's I think the fans will forgive kind of a result in a way if we at least look like oh, we're
1: at the stairs. The game before Christmas was so disappointing because we just didn't look like we were there, did we? No,
2: it was. And we we finally looked like we had a football back in the game, and then we got a red card then as well. Yeah. And it was just like it's, it's just we shot ourselves in the foot. It's just just get of them. It's just all us really.
0: I just well, want to see the press back. It's all I want. I think if we give them the press like we've done against teams, well, if we play like we did against Bournemouth. We'll be we'll give them a game.
1: Yeah, I think we will. I think I think the press is being has been key in recent weeks. But anyway. Look at you know. Looking ahead to Swansea, I just hope that at the end of it all, football is the real winner, um, and we can celebrate the friends we've made along the way from Swansea and Cardiff. Um, no, no, I didn't think so.
2: Um, I've r- night, have I told you my Cyril the Swan story? I can't remember. No, oh. now is the time. Now is the time. That little fucker, a big, big, He's a neck big fucker. fucker, mate. He's a big. Yeah, fucker. I, he damaged me as a child. You because... break your arm. Where did he touch you, Tom? Yeah. Well, you say that. It was Carmarthen Town Fate and the guest at Carmarthen Town fate was Mark Delaney, because uh, he'd formerly played for Carmarthen Town. At this point, he'd moved on to Aston Villa. But I'd gone down there in my little Cardiff shit, you know, just to go and see him, waving at him. Um, and Cyril Le Swan was there. I didn't know this. I was stood there with an ice cream. I was only about seven, and the fucker rugby tackled me. <laughs> <laughs> a grown man dressed as a swan Took me out as a seven-year-old. I don't know. I don't know if he tripped or what, but he flat out took me out.
0: The bloke back then got sacked, didn't he? Because he was he was causing problems. Because he got but, in a fight with the Bristol City mascot, did he? Years ago as well, that went viral. Yeah. And the guy that used to Cyril the Swan got in a lot like was a bit of a fucking head case. Well, that makes I mean, a lot of would sense. Be,
2: wouldn't you? Attacked a kid be. though. Yeah. <laughs> well I kind of respect that though. Oh thanks, mate. <laughs> i'm not gonna lie let's let's
1: round off the pod with a swansea game themed view from the ninian hall of fame um for those who don't know this is a weekly poll we do on twitter twitter.com forward slash vft ninian uh, where we're trying to put all our favorite things in the view from ninian hall of fame um it could be a shirt it could be a goal it could be a moment in time this week because of the swansea game we're picking a swansea themed vftn hall of fame um I don't know who's going to go first this week. Uh, as presenter, it's on me to uh, pick. So I'm going to go. Ben Price can go first.
0: Okay. So I've changed mine. Originally, I was going to go with Gary McDowell ending Michi's career. But um, I've sort of had a think back and sort of gone for instead. Um, everyone knows about the Chance of Chopra to win it. He has. Mm-hmm. I think that's already in the Hall of thing. I believe so. so. But before that, a few minutes before, David Marshall saved against Coochie with his legs. So. Um, that changed the game completely gave us the momentum and that's how we sort of went on and won it so for that reason dave the save dave the wonder save against Koochi, is my nomination
1: it was such a good save that chef kikuchi was running off to celebrate as yeah he thought he, he was
0: 100% certainly scored
1: he was 100% he scored but um, dave the save got his lovely puma adorned foot to the ball and um, a lovely yellow goalkeeper kit lovely yellow goalkeeper kit i'm gonna go next because mine comes from the same game and i can't remember what yours is tom um, but um, at the end of that game, uh, when Chopra has scored, uh, you'll never beat the Jacks, was ringing out. Chopra scored in the 93rd, 92nd minute to win the game from an Aaron Wildick header, never forget. Um, at the end of the game, when the players are celebrating on the pitch, there is just a fleeting moment where Anthony Gerrard uh, goes over to the Swansea fans, uh, dances in front of them while pulling the crybaby face to them. Rubbing his eyes, going boo-hoo in front of the Swansea fans. And I've you only ever see it in the background, but it's so good that he goes over, he takes the time out to celebrate and run in front of him. Like, and he didn't he get charged for it as well for provoking the fans. He potentially did, yeah, he potentially did. So someone saw it, evidently. But um, I think that that fleeting moment of pure shithousery deserves a, a little spot in the view from Ninian Hall of Fame. Um, and it cements Anthony Gerard's legacy at the football club.
2: Over to you, Tom, to round it off. Um, so mine includes probably one of the biggest wanker in football and an absolute legend. Um, the wanker being Alan Tate, who mm-hmm. no one can stand. Like I'm sure there's even some Swansea fans who hate him. He's an absolute bell and I met him, yeah. he was just as much of a country as you think he'd be. Um, and the, <laughs> this week, uh someone on Instagram asked Kev McNaughton who was the hardest player he'd ever played against. And with a sarcastic face, put Alan Tate, but with a picture of Beaker from the Muppets. <laughs> so, so I'm going to go for Kevin McNaughton comparing Alan Tate to Beaker because I've heard it the comparison many times, but to see a Cardiff legend get involved in the the piss taking of what is an absolute in of football, you know, you, you've got to be on board of it. So yeah, I'm going with Kevin McNaughton rinsing Alan Tate.
1: Wow, three strong nominations to the VFTN Hall of Fame this week, Ben. When are you going to post it? Um, not tomorrow, so it'll be Thursday. Thursday. Do I want to do it Friday? Day before the game. It might end up being Friday. It might be a case of I forget, and
0: yeah, who knows?
1: It might be after the game. Might be I, after I, the game I've, <laughs> I've, <laughs> when so we've lost. All the time, mate. Life is a rollercoaster. You've just got to ride it, said Ronan Keating. Um, and that's it for another week from the View from the Ninian. Um, two pods this week. We've spoiled you. Thanks to all the Watford fans who've tuned in. Um, keep in touch with us on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash VFT Ninian. If you like what we do, like and subscribe to the podcast. Drop us a review on Apple Podcasts. You can even give us some money at ko ficom forward slash VFT It's not like Patreon. You can just give us a couple of quid if you want because we do this for free because we love you. Um, ben, how are you going to get ready for the game on Saturday? Um, I'm gonna sit in bed and pretend it's not happening until cool. probably
0: a half hour before then. Bottom sky.
2: Tom, uh, I'm gonna to try and disperse the Watford fans with pitchforks outside my flat first. Cool. Uh, <laughs> and then yeah, just try and forget about the game, and then just get ridiculously nervous all day because it's a late kickoff on Saturday. That's so the, the worst. Bit. Yeah, yeah, I wish That's it was late midday. Kickoff. Yeah, even the rugby's on after it for Prince Charles lovers like me, which is really annoying. I can't even distract myself with that. I don't actually like live.
1: Prince Charles, by the way. Disclaimer. He's got sausage fingers anyway. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, I think I will. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do ahead of the game, but I'll probably try and learn to pronounce the Swansea
2: players' names correctly so that doesn't happen again. Right. Cheers, boys. All right. right. Nearly half time, pal. Your turn to get the ground round in. Off you go.
1: No, you get this one in, mate, because I've got the beers sorted for later.
2: What do you mean you've got the beers sorted for later? I got the last one. You know that's not how the ground round works.
1: Listen here, bud. How does the offer of free beer sound?
2: What do you mean free beer? No such thing, mate. Just go and get them in, man.
1: Serious now? All you need to do is go to www.beer52.com forward slash VFTN and cover just £5.95 for the postage and you'll get your first case of eight globally sourced, fresh as can be craft beers delivered right to your doorstep. What I mean is I've already got hours waiting for us after this and we'll need them after watching this shambles. What's the catch here now? Who are these people? Beer 52 are the world's most popular craft beer discovery club. Each month, they send a case of craft beer from a different part of the world. Recent cases have included beer from the Alps, New Zealand, the USA, Ireland, Korea, and Germany. Bloody hell, that's not bad, is it? Yep, and if you do change your mind, you can pause or cancel your account at any time you like.
2: Cracking, so how do I get it again? All
1: you need to do is go to www.beer52.com forward slash VFTN. To get your first case of eight beers for just five ninety five. pounds 95 that's www.beer52.com forward slash VFTN. Sound? Pie with a pint then? You know I never say no to a pie.